is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran. I love Hallmark Spring movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Spring movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Spring movies, and this, this is the Protect the, the Hallmark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, guys! I feel good about it. This is what um, we've been waiting to do for a long time, and it took a (laughs) pandemic to finally make us do it. You know, we are—we almost made it from July 2018 to July 2020, two full years with always recording being in the same room. We've never recorded like this ever, but we're kicking it Hallmarky style today. That's exactly right. We're kicking out Hallmarkies. We are um, doing, we're trying to be our best uh, helpful people self. We're social distancing even from each other, uh, which is hard. But really, it comes down to Panda cannot not hug us a lot when he's around us. Yeah, he's a hugger. I love doing it. It makes me feel good. And then you told me, stop it. And and I think probably the breaking point was when I sneezed in your shirt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. You, no. It was a weird thing. You hugged me. And then you like, you when you were re- releasing, you tugged at my shirt, sneezed down into wow. it. Yeah, I did. And, and uh, I'm doing fine so far, but that is why we are where if, we are. If you Sorry, get a chance, guys. if you get a chance to meet Panda live at like an event, do a weird like act like you're going for a hug but not <laughs> sure thing, and Panda will respond. He knows every time. He can read it perfect every single time. It's true. It's so true. just give him a challenge and see how he does. <laughs> That's the key. Um, yeah, make also, things socially awkward as possible for me, guys. I, I want to say. I, I also want to say, like. Panda, you sit on my right for everything that we do all the time. So that's true, buddy. I just feel weird. Like I'm looking to my right and it's nothing. I'm so not there, I, buddy. I'm, I feel it's, weird. It's, uh, the ghost of me it keeps you awake, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And we uh, we actually haven't gone to a movie in a while either because the movie theaters. Are I know it. And, and we're gonna. Guys, I don't know there, what to do. There is one local theater here in Greenville. It's closed. That, it's closed. Yep. Drove by today. It says, stay safe, stay home, wash your hands, closed. Well, I can tell you why. Yesterday it was not closed. Uh-oh. And I drove by in the middle of the day. There was one car in that parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, it cannot possibly be worth it <laughs> at this point. So I hate to see that because uh, there was a part of me that was like, at least if things are really going crazy here, I can just go to a movie because I know no one's going to be there. But yeah. have you guys noticed about all the movies that they're releasing on like Apple and all that? You can go ahead and you can rent them now, but it's not renting. You have to buy them for like 20 bucks. And I was like, do I really want to drop $20 on the new Bloodspot by Vin Diesel? And the answer is absolutely. And by, by, by Bloodspot, you mean Bloodshot. Uh, now, Bloodspot... <laughs> Is a sequel he's working on, and it's going to be awesome. He released um, it direct to video early, yeah. and, and I that got one's it. Actually, fifty bucks. <laughs> it, it was a lot yeah. of money. It was yeah. a lot of money, but I'm I love it though. It's yeah. guys, let me things. ask you: How much? If uh, let's say um, there was a really good let's let's say they put out Wonder Woman, right? They okay. push Wonder Woman to on demand. How much would you pay for it? 
To watch Wonder Woman? To watch Wonder Woman. Or to I watch mean, a movie that you were really excited about coming. Whatever the th- movie that was you were excited for in the summer. Yeah, I think, yeah. well, I mean, I think 20 bucks is about right because it's less than two tickets. But if it's like the new Chris Nolan, like in July, if they he'll never push it to, to home because he wants it to be seen on the big screen. But if it was Tenet, I'd pay $50 to watch Tenet for sure. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it looks good. But that, but that's neither here nor there. No. Um, guys, uh, how was your weekend? Oh my gosh, are we doing this really? It was, cool? it was, it was really great. I, uh, I got out and about. Uh, I was out in public for a while. Uh, wow, it was, it was super. I'm just joking. I did nothing. I stayed. Yeah, I saw you, Panda at a QT this weekend, and he didn't know it. It was a really weird situation. It was really. I'm in, I'm in line at a gas station to get a drink. And the bathrooms at the QTs are in the corners, and I'm in line, and I happen to be looking over towards the fountain machine, and I see Panda. It's 80 degrees outside. He's in a flannel shirt, and I see him holding his hands up like he just scrubbed up to go into surgery. <laughs> and he he walks like he's like <laughs> like it's like he's a germaphobe. He walks, and then he turns back to the glass and like opens the door and quick shuffles out. And I'm like, hey, hey! I'm like looking like an idiot in the line, and he didn't hear me. I texted him. He was already gone uh but apparently he just needed to stop to go to the bathroom and then not touch anything well so what's weird about that there's actually more to that story i'm really glad you brought that up because there is actually more to this story were you going to surgery were you is that so i was not planning on even like i did not care about my hands the only thing that made me weird so like i was getting ready to just open the door it wasn't matter but the guy who came in distanced himself like immediately when he saw me he was because he was entering in and then he had his hands up like this and i was like i need to take this more seriously i'm in qt right now and so i I got my hands up you know they say a bad back is the first sign of covid is what they say well if that's the case guys i got some bad news yeah yeah it's not looking good for panda Yep. I have found I have found myself washing my hands so much, and uh, part of me uh, is like I'm feeling really good about it. Then the other part of me is I feel really bad about myself the rest of the year because mm-hmm. I know I'm not doing this. But you know what? I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. Yeah. Mm. Hey, do you guys uh, want to do like an actual podcast or? No? I, I would can like I talk to talk about some Myers hand soap real quick. The <laughs> apple scent is delightful uh, if you're going to be scrubbing your hands for 20 seconds. You know, if you're going to wash your hands and do absolutely nothing, I recommend Myers. I, I like. It's I great. think. From an organic, not antibacterial standpoint, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Your hands will smell robust. <laughs> Wonderful that, as you pick up the COVID. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> that sponsorship, I think, is falling through at this point. Um, all right, guys. So you, oh, oh, really quickly, um, a quick reminder, uh, patreon.com slash check the hallmark. It is bad movie month. Oh, we, just, we just put out a, an episode about uh, Hurricane Heist. Um, and then today, there's a new episode coming out about uh, a movie called The Apple. Um, Alonzo Duralde picked it out, um, and we are all worse off for it. Um, but it was crazy. So join Patreon if not for, uh, you know, other things you could get like free swag and stuff like that, but for this month of bad movies, we've been doing the watch party where we watch it with all the Patreons and we have a big chat. It's a ton of fun, even though we're done with bad movie months shortly. I think we probably like every now and then may continue the, the watch party tradition. That's right. And you know what? I don't, I don't know what's next month. Um, who knows what's going to happen? And so it's a good time to get on, get, in on the ground floor um, 
Are we selling Amway? <laughs> yes, we are. Um, let, if you join our Patreon um, and then get three other people to join our Patreon, you, uh, you see, will just be better. No, see, at, we like, actually, part of the money that you give us, we kick up to the Hallmarkies. And, and that's then true. The, the money that they get, they kick up to the Bubbly Sesh. And, and so... Really, the bubbly sesh is making all the money, but we're trying. I mean, we're here. We're scrapping. We're mid-pyramid guys. Jack sold us. It was a great deal. I can't believe Jack sold us on that. And I think some of their money still goes to Bill Abbott just because of the contracts. (laughs) I don't know. Shaw Shaw kept telling me about this energy drink, and I just was like, yeah, I got to have it. And next thing you know, we're middle of the pyramid on a podcast. I don't know how to explain that. There's nothing I can do. But uh, we're doing great. All right. Are we ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Just My Type originally aired on March 28th, 2020. 2020. And and it went a little something like this. Vanessa is a pop culture writer who is working on getting a promotion. She uh, just recently ended things with her ex-boyfriend, and she loves yoga. She finds out that her ex-boyfriend's dating her yoga instructor, and so her friend encourages her to take a little vacation to kind of free her mind, clear her mind, because yoga's not doing the trick. So she heads out on a trip with her friend, and they stop for gas. Her friend asks this guy who is sitting by the gas pump, to pump gas for her uh, like the you know you used to back in the day. Um, but Vanessa recognizes this guy as Martin Claiborne, her favorite author. Uh, but when she asks him to sign uh, a book, he says, I'm not Martin Claiborne. But then she overhears a mechanic say, hey, Martin, turns out, might be Martin Claiborne. Uh, this uh, guy, Martin Claiborne, he hasn't been seen in years, and so he's trying He's trying to stay off the grid. Uh, her friend encourages her to try to get Martin to agree to do an interview. That would be the perfect piece to get your promotion. Uh, it'd be his first interview in five years. Luckily, uh, her friend's parents know Martin, and they have a package that was accidentally delivered to their house. That's nice. And so she decides, I'm going to go drop off this package. She gets a call from her boss, and he says, hey, they're leaning towards somebody else for the promotion, somebody uh, who gets a lot of big interviews. And so she's like, well, I got a big interview with Martin Claiborne. And he's like, well, if you get that, the job's as good as yours. The years of good interviews from that guy out the window. So she goes to uh, bring him, Martin Claiborne, the package, and she clams up. She just can't ask him. She's so nervous. This is a mystery writer we're talking about. And so she knocks again. And this time he asks, uh, she asks, hey, we do an interview. No dice. He says, thanks, but no thanks. The next day, she is fishing with her friend's family. And guess who she spots through the binoculars in a very not creepy way? It's Martin Claiborne. Uh, it doesn't go super well. But when she tries to call a ride to pick her up, uh, she is no reception. So Martin agrees to give her a ride back into town. She gives him uh, the hard sell about the interview. Answers still no. One more try. She basically tells her, uh, tells him, hey, uh, I've got some criticism about your book. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you can have the interview then. Um, it's a it's a big it's a big deal. But he's like, listen, I am going to need uh, to read the entire story before print. And she says, OK, deal. 
So uh, she starts spending all of the time with him, doing some yard work, hanging out with the elderly, you know, normal interview stuff. Uh, They keep hanging out and he starts to open up um, and he makes a suit for her. So obviously he's in love. One day he asks uh, to take uh, the day off from the interview because he has to write. But she's out and about on the town and she spots him with a girl. And so she follows him and he's reading kids books to kids. Very sweet. But who's the girl? Why hasn't he told her about this girl? The next day, he opens up about how he was once engaged, but after his first book, his agent made him go to all these parties and become a celebrity, and so she broke up with him. Celebrity life is not for her, and that really bummed him out, and so he kind of went away and secluded uh, himself from everybody. So she asks him if there's anybody special in this town. He avoids the question again. But when they get back to the house, that girl is waiting for him. Her name is Lauren, but he doesn't really explain who she is. And so Vanessa is just super confused about the whole situation. The next day, he drops a bombshell on her. He's quitting writing. He's not going to write any more Martin Claiborne mysteries. He doesn't want to write mysteries anymore. What does he want to write? children books, uh, books for the kiddos. And so he's releasing them under a pseudonym. Writing children's books makes him happy. And who illustrates it? Lauren, the random girl. That's their relationship. She just draws pictures for him. Um, He tells her, uh, he then tells her how he feels about her. Vanessa, you're the one in the town that I have a thing for. Uh, And she's like, I feel the same way, but how would it work? I have a big promotion coming and you're here secluded from everything. I just don't know how this is going to work. And so he says, I understand. It's okay. Um, And I don't also, I don't need to read the article first. You can just do it. I trust you. So she writes the article. She gets a promotion. Everything's going great, but she's just not happy. He sends her a gift. It's a typewriter. And the instructions is say, hey, I know you've been trying to write a novel. Write the novel on this typewriter. And so she goes to visit him at the Founders Day party and tells him, hey, I can't imagine my life without you. They kiss. That's literally the end. And that, my friends, was just, just my time. time. We oh, did it. Boy. We, we sure did, guys. We sure did. Um, how was how that being um, like in a different room, hearing me do the synopsis? I, I, I zoned out quicker, I think. Okay, sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so you I, don't know... I, I yeah. want to say this. Can I say this, Brian? Yeah. Uh, I, it wasn't your best. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you uh, for the encouragement. Uh, doing the, I'm just doing the best. Um, hey, guys, before we dive in today, I want to tell you about a new sponsor that I'm especially excited about. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm a big sports fan. Yeah, and me too. I've been pretty bummed the last few weeks because there's literally nothing to watch. I literally watched a stone skipping competition the other day that they were playing on ESPN. ESPN ate the Ocho. That's exactly right. And so that's kind of where my life is at. And so there's this competitiveness that I'm missing in my life. I imagine you guys all feel the same. Oh, for sure. 
Sure. And so I want to introduce you to something called My Bookie. My Bookie. Can My I tell bookie. you about it? My Bookie is uh, this online site that you can play all these super fun games such as blackjack, roulette, slots, war, etc. Um, and you are you're having fun. You're being competitive. You're doing all these great things. There's video poker so that you can kind of feel like you're still in the same room playing uh, poker. And one of the things I'm most excited about as somebody who misses sports is eSports. You can actually bet on eSports. So you can do NBA 2K20. You can bet on the game. Wow. It's like you're betting on sports, except it's just eSports. <laughs> so it kind, of, it kind of fills that yeah. void uh, for your competitive sports needs. And so this is a, a super fun way. If you are a competitive person, you like doing something like this, this is your new thing. And so here's the thing. Our friends over at MyBookie uh, are giving our listeners a uh, 150% bonus on your first deposit, 150% wow. cash bonus, um, all the way up to $750. All you got to do is go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code DTH. 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 Go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code DTH. You'll get 150% bonus on your first deposit. You're going to have a lot of fun uh, uh, doing all these fun things on MyBookie. And so if you're missing out on the sports, this is for you. I love me some Texas Hold'em. Love oh, it. me too. Me oh, too. You want to? You want to? You want to dive into, the, into the, the my bookie later? Yeah. Maybe we'll stream that for the Patreon too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I like that. All right, guys. Uh, are you ready to dive into this flick? Yeah. I uh, wish we would, Brian. Uh, I was watching uh, the news the other day. They went away. They cut to a, a press conference. You know, they've been doing the, yeah. the kind of the updates. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor uh, Fauci, you know, yeah. um, he he said something that I thought was. <laughs> Uh, beautiful and poetic. He said, "Listen, guys, we just gotta we gotta hunker down. This will pass eventually." And I also think that the guys at Dr. Homer should start with the hot take. Mm, yeah, and that's that's from Fauci's lips to our ears. So, and so I am Fauci here to tell says you, it. If Fauci says it, Fau- what Fauci says, we do. And so you don't I'm, say we're, no we're to Fauci. You don't say, <laughs> which is I ironically didn't. our new podcast. We're starting right. with Fouch. You yeah. don't say no to yeah. the. Kind of like you don't mess with the Zohan. You don't yes. say no to the Fouch. <laughs> uh, and so I'm thinking we're going to go with that advice. We're going to start with the hot take, and we're going to start with our good friend Panda. Panda, what did you think Got, of this flick of of just my type? Let me yes. tell you, I I really like this movie, guys. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It gave me all of the right Springfields that I was looking for and needing, and maybe it's because qualitatively it's better than the past few movies we've seen that have been acquisitions from Hallmark. So this kind of felt like a breath of fresh air. I liked the two leads quite a bit. I thought they had some really good chemistry there. I thought the plot was pretty interesting uh, overall because you wanted to, the, the interview um, element of this worked for me because they slowly were um, laying the plot kind of uh, of unfold here. And there was a, a interesting mystery, at least to me, like why would he walk away uh, at, from a successful career? Um, and I think that was a really compelling element of this narrative. And then uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought overall that the scenery was beautiful. I thought the movie was uh, pretty, pretty solid overall for a Hallmark movie. Uh, really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Uh, I love this movie. I thought it was uh, really, really great. Uh, I love Bethany Joy Lens. I think she's super fun. Um, and I thought uh, this guy was a hoot. I, I know we've seen him before. I just couldn't figure it out in my mind where what movie I've seen him in. Dan, I know you are a he did the, He was in Christmas Delivered. He was in Christmas the, Delivered. Yeah, yeah. Once Upon a That's Christmas right. Miracle. Yeah. That's right. Uh, thank you, IMDb Dan. I'm here uh, now. IMDb Dan. I, Um, uh, yeah I loved it I I, I, my only criticism is I I thought the ending was one of the most abrupt endings we've ever seen from a Hallmark movie Um, I I I don't know if she quit her job I don't know if she's moving I don't I I I have so many questions about the relationship because they go from just saying it it can't work because of all these reasons let's give it a shot but we don't know what they're doing to Mm -hmm. help it Mm -hmm. um and you know we we give Hallmark a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know we make fun of them because the the girl always quits her job to go or whatever. There's always that, but at least we get closure. At least we know how their relationship is going to sustain. In this case, we don't get that, and that's the only thing that bothered me is that I when it when it cut the when it went to black and went to the credits, I was like, what. What? Uh, and so that's my only criticism. I mean, of course, there's some other like little things, but that's no, my biggest no, no, no. one. Is I that's my biggest one. I just I just felt like it was so abrupt and it bugged me it, because I, I at that point I was invested in these characters and then they're like, oh, we're gonna get together and then that's it. It so, did feel like they had to rush some. Like it really did. Yeah. Like to wrap up the plot, which is surprising because I. But I mean, there was a good story there. I think, and I think yeah, that you yeah. know they just had to cut it a little bit short. But I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. Well, and to and to that point, one of the one of the other little things that bothered me is, uh, I think there were three conversations in a row of her asking and him declining. And yes, it's the same they could cut that. Just cut cut one of yes. them. Give me a little bit of conclusion. Uh, but that's just me being nitpicky. Overall, love the movie. Uh, I, I liked it more than um, any of the ones we watched the last few weeks, and so. Or yeah. even all of February. So this movie has all the elements. It's a different plot than most of these movies. Uh, there's a recluse, which is very, and it's loosely a recluse, right? It's not a real recluse, but <laughs> right. like loosely a recluse, and we don't know exactly why he's hiding and all this stuff. And it's it's in a you know a setting that's you know a little bit in the mountains or whatever. And you got Bethany Joy Lynn, who is always cute, and somehow it still just manages to fall flat on its face. I, I like. I really, really, after coming off of watching the Apple, thought this movie was going to get the benefit of the doubt, and it just really bothered me. For all the things that you think are little, I think are really big in this movie. Like, the ending isn't abrupt. It's the same ending that we get in every movie. One of them shows up. They kiss. The movie ends. The difference is they didn't bother for this one to make any sense. Sure. So it's not abrupt as much as it is it doesn't make like no, it makes zero sense whatsoever. Um, yeah, the first 30 or 40 minutes I feel like is like her being cute and failing to get an interview with this guy. Um, I, I would be, you'd be hard pressed to convince me that what she's doing the first 30 minutes of this movie is anything less than stalking. I think she's super creepy, um, which is weird because I, you know what's crazy? Bethany Joy Lynn's maybe one of my favorite uh, Hallmark leads. Like yeah. she's adorable. She plays up the cuteness. She yeah. there, there's there's something about the movies that she's in that there's a smart like uh, you know kind of more quippy dialogue to it, and there's fun moments. So you know it's not the worst I've seen this year, but it definitely wasn't good. Sure, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I don't know. I, it didn't it come across as. 
I know this is going to sound crazy because she literally does stalk him, but yes. he doesn't come across as stalky. Oh, uh, for, and I either. think it's, I, I think it's just like, you know, she seems like somebody who's a big fan. Who's also, she knows his dog's name. She knows every book he's ever written and she's finding excuses to go to his place of dwelling. I she think she gets a pass because she's a journalist. Him. That's what yeah, journalism she, is. But stalking. Also, also the dog, the dog is on the back of the book. Yeah. But, what I'm telling you is, is this is a, like, if I just explain this to you, this is a classic stalker situation. Classic. Yeah, but, it's, but it's Bethany Joy Lynn and she can do no wrong. That's right. Other uh, way around. Flip it. The guy is doing this to her. Stalker. Yes, of course. Yeah, yes, that would be weird. Course. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, guys, do you want to dive into those, uh, those feels? Dive into I would love deep. that. In over let's, my let's head. Di- Let's dive into an ocean of uh, feels. Panda, what gave you uh, the feels in this movie? You know what scene that got me laughing? Uh, Tell me. I would be glad to. It's the fishing scene where yeah. she throws it and it just it hooks her jacket. Uh, uh, like, I feel that. Like, I've never <laughs> been good at fishing in my life, and that seems like something I would do. It, it, it got a chuckle on me. It was fun to see that camaraderie there and, and, and that – uh, between her and him, and I thought that was a really fun scene uh, overall. And uh, it was—I I really like that scene. When you say you've never been good at fishing, right? What What do you mean? <laughs> like, how many times have you gone? What's out your there? history with fishing? I've been fishing twice. Try. Okay, I've been fishing twice. One of the times I fell into the water while fishing. Yeah, classic. <laughs> well, here's you, the were thing: you, I were you in a boat or on a dock? Or I was what? on the dock. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That adds up. I, fishing <laughs> is one of the easier activities uh-huh. in, in the world. Right, like it, sure, it is, sure. Th- there's not a lot to it. Um, <laughs> right. All right, let me, try, let me try to save you here, Panda. Did you fall into the water because you got a big fish on the line and it pulled you in? No, I lost my balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, my feels is when he uh, when he tells her that he is uh, going to start writing kids' books. Um, reason for that is uh, when he was reading that kid's book, the thought did cross my mind that might be his book. Yeah. But it was, but, but it, it was still enough for me to be like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he's doing the thing that, like, listen, it is, it is hard when you are um, doing something and you're getting paid a good amount of money for it, and you want to do something else, and it's a it's a risk, right? I as uh, you know, we're a, I'm a podcaster now, right? And so to see somebody dive into this thing that's just a passion of theirs, like they're gonna give up the sure thing to try something. Uh, it's I always get feels for that. I'm 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 pro I'm pro that I'm pro small business. Yeah, I'm pro entrepreneurs. And so when he decided that he was gonna leave this lucrative mystery business where he can literally, he said, I just write the same book over over and over again. I could just write another one. What's the big deal? He said no to that i'm going to write these kids books because it's what makes me happy and so that made me happy yeah i'm gonna like have the reverse reaction there and it's weird it's not everything you said i agree with in fact all yeah. three of us left the shirt th- like all three of us left a salaried job to do a job that is not salaried if money doesn't come in like right like yep. all three of us so all three of us have made that leap and so we get that um what drives me nuts is not that he did that because he's an established guy and this was the right move for him. What drives me nuts is the same kind of garbage we get in all these movies. And he says the line, well, if it doesn't make you happy, it's not worth doing. That is awful advice. Like, guys, if you're listening, I've got a challenge for you. 
Think of someone else aside from yourself. Do something that may not be your favorite, but will make a loved one of yours happy. Do something that may not make you happy as a career for a year or two to help someone else or help you get to where you need to go. It is ridiculous. Like if we keep peddling this nonsense of everything you do has to make you happy or bring you joy is just, it's absurd. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's not, it's the most selfish attitude in the world. Of course, if you're a multi-million dollar you know, multi-millionaire who's written a bunch of famous mystery books, you know, you can, you can coin some really cool phrases like, oh, it didn't make me happy. I'm leaving. But for people who are like in committed relationships and, and part and partnering with others, doing things that don't make you happy sometimes are the best things to do. So yeah, it, it's but we're talking about a, we're talking about a, a job here in this case, right? Yeah, but so of course, uh, yeah, some people, a lot of people, he, most people have jobs that they don't love, but he looks um, at, at the girl. He doesn't say like, you know what? I did this. It was no longer making me happy. I was successful. I did. That's not what he said. He looks at her and he goes, Hey, if it doesn't make you happy, then it's not worth doing. That that is just that's terrible. That's bad it's not advice. Good advice. I, d- yeah, I disagree. I think we need more fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm quitting my job to juggle. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of. Uh, can I can I pause you right there, Dan? Uh, Panda, I know you got your juggling supplies. If you uh, want to go give by. it a go, yeah. Could you go give it a go for our friends over at Friendly TV? Uh, and then uh, Dan, yeah, you can finish absolutely. your thought while Panda yeah, gets no, his. No, 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 he's getting ready. And Friendly TV, if you're missing this on Friendly TV, I don't know what you're doing. Friendly TV. This is. A, I, I have a wrapper right here. It's the closest stuff to me, as well as. Uh, uh, you're gonna try to juggle a cord. You can do it. I've been practicing. <laughs> this is the guy that fell off the dock trying to fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All it's right, gonna buddy. Get, no, it's going to get tangled up in his headphone cord, and he's going to die. It's just what's going to happen. You haven't right, seen Dan. a professional. You ready? Go for it. Count me down. Three, Three two, two, one. Boy. I don't See, sign up for friendly. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. That made him happy. And because it made made him happy, that's what it he needs to do. It did make me happy. Yeah, I'm I gonna love- I'm gonna go I'm gonna go fish. Is what I'm gonna do. You want to come, Panda? I would love to. Just yeah, not on a dock. That's precarious. Do you know the boat is a lot more unsafe than a dock? Right. right? Don't I don't yeah, want to fish dock, there either. Yeah. Dock's pretty pretty stationary. <laughs> for the most there's part. a little bit uh, of a wobble there, and that's what gets <laughs> you every time. Yes, wobble, baby, yeah. wobble. Uh, guys, you want to go into the Hano way? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Panda, kick us off, boy. Uh, the very first thing I want to point out is that the, the Bethany Joy, she goes into the school. No one checks her. Like, she just walks in with her friend and peers in through her classroom. No one stops her. Like, it's a little disconcerting the lack of security in the elementary schools in this in this town. I'm just a little concerned about that. That's mm. the very first thing. She's uh, a stalker. She's a pro. She is a pro. I'll say that. Uh, half the interviews, she actually doesn't take any notes during the interviews, and I'm worried that her article might not be as good as she thinks it is, especially since she's not recording anything. Uh, and then I also have a question. Is yoga really pop cultural 
at this point because she's going to write an entire thing and they were just talking about how pop culture yoga is. And I feel like yoga has been kind of a, a thing for quite a while now. Like, do we really need an article in an established magazine at this point? I, I thought that was gra- uh, like a grasp, like a grasping at straws for sure. Like she <laughs> she 100% says, I'm going to do an article on the exploding yoga community. Like, is this a period Guys, piece? they're ce- they're celebrity goats. <laughs> yeah, celebrity goat yoga. Yeah, you you haven't seen it if you don't oh know my it. Gosh, you so haven't dumb. seen it if you don't know <laughs> it. <laughs> Do you have any more? Uh, I the the final thing is just the final like five minutes of this movie. I don't know the timeline. And I need somebody to kind of break it down because she gets the promotion super fast. The article is framed and printed in the magazine. And then she does that in like less than a week because the Founders Day party (laughs) is like going to be like that Saturday. And she already somehow Founders Day has not happened. It has not happened yet. (laughs) Like that last week goes insanely fast. And then he still manages to send her the typewriter in time. Like I like. We're, like we have some Amazon Prime shipping going on here. Like same day delivery, it's wild. I cannot for the life they have condensed time so fast in this final like three days. I mean, I don't understand because it was supposed to be just like she doesn't leave till I think like Wednesday or Thursday, and the Founders Day things that Saturday. Yeah, they and were they, really <laughs> unclear about when the Founders Day was versus when she went back to work because. She gets the they, typewriter. They put so much work in this Founders Day. Yeah, she gracious. gets the typewriter, and I, I was under the impression she had been gone a few weeks. And then I realized the Founders Day is kind of that week. It doesn't quite add up. I don't get yeah. it. That's what yeah. I got. Also, when you said we got some Amazon Prime shipping, I saw that going in a bad direction. Oh, but this is, this, is, this is a kid-friendly show, Brian. It absolutely is. Friendly TV. We got some DTH Amazon Prime watch. shipping issues. Shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I shipped my pants. <laughs> Classic. Nice. Uh, I have a few, everybody. Um, at the beginning of the movie, she uh, is eating at a restaurant with her friends. The, uh, the establishing shot exterior... This restaurant does not have a name. Nope. It is it is a blank sign that's just lit up. It's a you know, it's an open canvas. You get to yeah. choose everything. They don't do anything you, for you there. Yeah. You wouldn't get you it. You wouldn't get it. Uh uh how how I know that sometimes things I get stuff in the mail all the time, right? That is a, a, addressed to somebody else, but it is is my address. How often in a town this size? are giant boxes being sent to not only the wrong name of the address, but the entirely wrong address. They're just dropping this off at this person. It's the d- d- wrong address, wrong name. That person should be fired. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. The, the post office up there, terrible. It's, it, just, yeah. it's, it's some real Amazon shipping situation is what it is. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> um, she's brushing her teeth at night. Uh, her boss calls and he is at work and the office is just buzzing. <laughs> and so I'm not sure, uh, you, you know, maybe she's uh, what's going on there. How, how is uh, latest is office open for, um, unless they have are on East coast time and they drove across the country from Portland. I just interested in that. Um, they keep saying literary high life. <laughs> That's not a thing, right, guys? 
literary highlight, like the 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 high life of the literary people. Oh the yeah, big, big no 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 the big ce- celebrities, celebrity They're, authors. I've, I have seen two MTV Cribs episodes with John Grisham for both of his houses. <laughs> it is wild. It's crazy. We'll let you know with uh, our deck the Hallmark book coming out, guys. Yeah 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 for sure. And last but not least, she gets the box uh, for the typewriter. And listen, I know that there's no good way to open a box on camera, but there has to be a better way than taking 15 seconds <laughs> to open a box on camera. 15 seconds. Could have added, silence. That, could have added that time to the end to explain the That's movie. That's right. <laughs> 15 seconds opening the box. No words. Yeah. 15 seconds. That is a lifetime in these movies. It's a lifetime. Mm. It was it was great though. Of course Dan? it was. Uh, yeah. So um, sh- there's a few quotes that bother me as well as their use of just devices and things that don't make any sense. She says early in the movie to her friend while they're up there. She says about her boss, the editor in chief, which we'll get to a little bit later. He said that if I scored that interview, the promotion was probably mine, comma most definitely mine. <laughs> so. I just want to like I, I I need I need to know like you're you're a journalist. He said that if I scored that interview, the promotion was probably mine. Most definitely mine. Wh- which is it? Those are two very different worlds and realities. You can't be like uh, I probably just bought a house. I most definitely just bought a house. Like you can't like they're very different things. Like you can't. That's like Hey Panda, remember that FM static song called Definitely Maybe? It was probably mm. the best song that's ever been written. I think it's there's a, a really uh, great song. A, a movie with called Definitely Maybe with Ryan Reynolds in it and Ab- really? Abigail Breslin, I believe. I'm pretty sure they FM. got that idea from FM Static. If you haven't that's listened right. to FM Static, it's off their first album. Uh, oh, it's great. That song is a banger. Banger. That whole album say? from start to finish, flawless. And if you wait for six minutes on the final track, there's a secret track at the end <laughs> yeah, where he rhymes could, something or, with Fruitopia. Or, or you could fast forward. You don't have to wait six minutes. No. It, it's how, called the ambulance. How, how awesome were secret tracks? Oh, I mean, they, they were, were the best. next level. Because you just saw them going, and then all yes. of a sudden you'd hear them cut in, and they'd be like, hey, here's a say." <laughs> they were the original scene after the credits <laughs> from movies. That's what they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got more. Uh, they, I don't know if they like. I want to know where they got these binoculars that are from another universe. Um, <laughs> these are the best. Look, binoculars have been the same for a hundred years. Like, you know how we know that is like if you go to a football game and if you're watching a football game on TV and they'll go up to like Jerry Jones, who's a billionaire, he's using the same binoculars you can buy in the store. There is no better technology for binoculars. They're the same binoculars that they have been since I was a kid. So they're out on the lake. They see nothing on the lake, nothing. And then she gets these binoculars, which they're bird watching with, shoot me in the face. And she sees like a close up of this dude. Like I'm talking like zoomed in 4K HD. These binoculars are magic. There's no way that they would get that close to something that you couldn't see from a distance without them. There, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever at all. Um, so later in the movie, she says, uh, well, I want to make sure I get this right. She says, 
uh, about the interview with the author. Uh, he reveals some and then he doesn't. It's bits and pieces. He's literally answering every, you're spending every moment with him. He's answering every question. Like I just, I don't have any tolerance. Like you've got more access to this guy than anyone's had in forever. That is just a, just patently not true at all. Um, I've got a bunch more. Some I can move to the uh, what the hallmark. I want to make sure I get these two in though. Uh, first, Dottie is not a good photographer. Like once again, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like you're, you're no. It's the like her pictures couldn't be more ordinary. They just put them in black and white. I, I don't know how to explain this to you. But that makes all the difference. Yeah, it does. It's a tilt and a black and white. Uh, mm. And then Ernie the dog is ageless. The guy, the, the guy, the dog does not age ever, ever, ever. The, the the picture on the cover of that book, which had to be taken before publication, looks the same as the dog does right now. He's a he's an ageless wonder, and I'm super happy that that dog gets to live forever because I wish my dogs could live forever. Uh, that is uh, what I got. Oh no, I do have one more. I'm sorry. At the end of the movie, you see her, and she gets this great corner office. In fact, the office is way better than her boss's office. Uh, The editor-in-chief of this magazine has an office that's in the middle of the hubbub. It's like a little tiny cubicle, and he's like Big Boss Man Jeffries, but he's just down there with the people, and I don't understand it. I don't, for the life of me, understand how she gets a bigger office than the guy that's in charge of the whole magazine, but whatever. Man, remember Big Boss Man Jeffries? He was the best. The best. Best Best boss I ever Uh, worked for. Amen. Uh, guys, you want to dive into that What the Hallmark? Let's do it. Where we kind of uh, wonder what could have been, what maybe happened, give some clarity to the questions we have. Yep. Um, I, I have one, and uh, she is writing a book. That book is titled Two for the Road. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what the book is about. I also want to know two of what for the road. Uh, what well, road? Well, there's one for uh, the money, and I think two is for the road. T- it's, I think t- uh, traditionally, I think it's two for the show. Oh, is it? I've always heard two for the road. And then it's and then it's three to get ready. And a go. You tie, you die. Go cat, go. Go cat, go. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I, I'll look. I'll look it up while Panda sharing. I'm pretty sure it's two for the show. Okay. Panda, do you have an opinion on this? Uh, I I I always thought it was two for the road, but maybe that's okay. I, listen, 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 listen. I've been wrong so many times in my life. What's another? I, I don't know what another one is to you. Panda, go ahead. Uh, can we talk about Gus and his sure. distaste for moving Taco Tuesday? Because um, does he – did I see that scene right? He, they're voting on whether or not to move Taco Tuesday, and he's and the he one guy. Yes. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. I just want to know, like, what's going on, Gus? Like, what's what's in your heart right now, buddy? Um, well, he, he's a, an American who doesn't want to move Taco Tuesday to a I, and I, I think I'm I saw that scene – and I, I did wonder about Gus. That was one of mine. But I also, my bigger concern is, how much power does this town council wield? Like, they're deciding what food people eat on what day of the week? Are we in some sort of, like, dystopian world here where the town council determines who eats what on what day? Like, that's a lot of power. Maybe Gus is fighting the man right now. And if so, that and but that's exactly my point. Like I, I want to know more about Gus because Gus, Gus seems like a good dude. Like we get another scene with Gus. Uh, can't hang a gate, hurt his arm in the process. Yeah. But I'm yeah. not here to judge. I threw out my yeah. back picking up a mini fridge. So, I mean, listen, I, I just want to know more about Gus because he seems like the kind of guy you want on your team. Yeah. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. 
Dan? Uh, yeah, so um, she says about her novel, Two for the Road, I looked it up. I just looked it up. Both are things. I think the song is Two for the Show, but there's a there's several songs. One's Two for the Road, one's Two for the Show. It's a both hand. Uh, okay, good. We're both right. She says about her novel, Two for the Road, when she's talking to this guy, she says, um, it took me a year and a half, and I never got to chapter four, and that's with spell check. And I... <laughs> how, how does one of those things have anything to do with the uh, like i want to know when she was sitting there going she got to chapter three and she's like man i can't get to four maybe i should use spell check <laughs> like I, I don't i don't know where that comes into play like how like why did she think that spell check would get her over the chapter three hump like why did she think that i i want to know more about that because it doesn't make any sense at all. I think prior to this, she was just pulling out the dictionary, <laughs> looking up each word. She was like, that one I misspelled. I wish it was a faster way of Maybe doing this. She's like it a took her months. She's like a notoriously bad speller. Like, she's just <laughs> terrible at it. And she's so, like Brandon bad. She's like, oh, no, I don't know about that. But she, <laughs> she would turn stuff into her editor, and her editor always fixes it all. And she's writing a book, and she's like... Why, why do these words no make sense? Like, why do they not <laughs> add up? So spell check saves the day again. It does every time. It's a time, it's a time yeah, saver. It is. It's a time Say saver. Will. You got any more, Daniel? No, that's it. Guys, we did we it. We did it. Our wow. first remote uh, Dyke the Hallmark. It, I like it. I like not being able to be right next to oh, you Oh, yeah. This is so much easier. The delay is a lot of fun, too. The delay's not bad. Yeah, we're doing the best we can with what we got. We're doing the, we're doing the best we can. Um, before we the delay's uh, not leave, bad. We do we do, <laughs> we do have a Patreon of the week. Set you up for that. Um, <laughs> it is when we dive into the life of a patron or two or three. I don't know. Uh, Panda uh, is uh, he got his master's degree in Google. I did, and wow. he and he has just been looking yeah. up. Our patrons and kind of finding their stories, not stop. So, masters of science and Google, it's the MSG, is what yep, it is. It, it is the, the MSG. MSG. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, Dan, who, who does Panda have? It's today? a twofer. I've got Catherine Ooh. Buchanan and I've got Jenny, no last name. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine and Jenny. Buchanan, Buchanan? No, Catherine Buchanan, Buchanan and Jenny. Those yeah. who I got, go for it. Guys, I, can I say I'm a little disturbed by this Google search? Mm. Uh, that I, oh, I turned up, boy. and I can see why Jenny hasn't listed her last name. Um, yeah. I'm going to leave people to the, the ethical issues behind this, but I, I'm intrigued by the business that they've started. It's called uh, We've Got Your Mail. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. And okay. so here, here's what it is in a nutshell. You can go ahead, and it's a subscription service, every month, they send you somebody's mail that they've gotten, and you can open it up. And sometimes it might be really good, and sometimes it might not be very good. Like, uh, time out. So they, <laughs> they, how do they get the they mail? They steal, or they somehow get a, their hands on other people's mail, and then for a payment, they will take that envelope, put it in another envelope, and mail it to you. And you, right. it's like a grab bag. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Like, okay, so last month's subscription service, I got, <laughs> I got twelve bills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I got also somebody's Amazon Prime package that had Meyer's soap in it, and it was awesome. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Man, you know what? I I have also subscribed to this. I got somebody's uh, 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 stimulus uh, check. Wow, really? Coronavirus. Wow. Um, so, and they were a big family. Uh, so. <laughs> 
I'm pretty pumped. Which is yeah, great. I don't well. mind this. That said, is it ethical? I so don't two know. Things. I'm on the cards. This is 100% not legal, and I'm kind of in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, it is a really weird, like, I, for some reason, this is one of the better ideas that you've had. I, I don't know, know. <laughs> why that is the case. Now, how much is a subscription to this? It's not as much as you'd think. It's Thank only goodness. about, it's like 30 bucks a month. It's, oh, it's I'm, really, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm in for that. <laughs> you I can, mean, one you never know what check. you're going to get. It's a hoot. It's, you know, I mean, you're it's covered great. For, you're covered for years with one stimulus check. I oh, mean, the, the, un, the unfortunate thing is if you do get someone's bill, you are responsible Ooh, for it, correct? That is true. Yeah. So I, See, this I is got getting more fun by the second. I, I got I got a a big old medical bill. Yeah, oh, um, oh. for 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 Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson. And, <laughs> and there's like there's nothing you I'm, can do. Uh, I'm up to creek. Yeah, it's a know? good thing those stimulus checks are made out to cash too. They make them really they easy every to, time. to cash. <laughs> For sure. Oh boy, uh, that's a good one. It is. Uh, Thanks. Where is there? A, do they have a website you can sign up for? Or what yeah, is- it's uh, www.wegotyourmailandmore.com. We got your mail yeah. was already taken, so yeah. they had to add on and, and more. And, yeah, of course. D- is there is there more? I think well, there is. they some they have uh, some affiliate things going on. They okay. also have we've got your pet. Uh, it's no, weird. No, no, no. I don't. Out. I don't like Hard these ones out. anymore. No. So, Guys, I'm, we've got your we've got your groceries. We've got your groceries. We've got your car. It's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, now this sounds just like a crime syndicate at this point. <laughs> like we we jumped the shark a little bit. I, I well, what's great is you pay for so, you pay for a car as a flat fee. You don't know what you're. It's to a do. random. <laughs> yeah, it is just someone's car. Guys, I got a '92 Ford. Just oh, wow. Ford. I got a te- I got a Tesla. Wow, I'm doing it great. Great, man. It's you're doing really well over there, Brand. I am doing really well. Yeah. This has been a really good month. Wow, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, aside from Jamie's medical. But <laughs> what are you going to we'll do? Take hey, care thoughts and we'll prayers, Jamie. Thoughts and thoughts prayers. Thoughts and prayers, Jamie. Uh, guys, we did it. Um, I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to get through this. One day, Panda will get to hug us and sneeze on us again. I can't, I can't wait. I miss Ooh, it, guys. Can't wait for that. Um, but until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.